Joining us right now. Oh, man. Oh, man. So this was very untraditional of us because we 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 got turned on to this show by a listener. And he said, you got to watch Kingdom. Now, we are very anti-spoiler because we don't want things ruined for us. And we don't want to ruin things for anyone else. So we weren't telling you what show we were watching. We were just calling it our secret show. And we would drop little breadcrumbs. And we relied on you crumb guzzlers to guzzle up our crumb that we would drop for you. We finished the show this past weekend separately. John and I are not partners in life, just on the radio. We finished the show separately, and we were so emotionally fraught with despair, yet at the same time, we were ready to say that this show immediately became one of our favorite shows. John went so far as to say it's his favorite show ever. I think it's the greatest show I've ever watched, featuring the greatest character I've ever witnessed, played by a man who I believe... Maybe joining the show. Jonathan Tucker, who plays Jay Kalina on this show. Thank you so much for calling in. I can't even express to you how big fans we are of your performance in this unbelievable Netflix show. Sex weights and protein shakes, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, my God. It really is you. Holy crap. Thank you so much for making time. How crazy has your life been these past few weeks, Jonathan? Well, you know, look, it, what's crazy uh, and really by crazy, I mean to say wonderful is that we get folks like you who um, get to feel like, because it's true that you discovered uh, this story and these characters. And we put, you know, so much of ourselves uh, into telling the story and making the show. And we're so, kind of, you know, almost in a vacuum on uh, this AT&T DirecTV audience network. So to have the show now getting uh, being found and uh, people appreciating it and connecting to it on Netflix has been really gratifying for us. Um, but it's hard because, you know, you don't get much feedback other than on social media. So we were all thrilled uh, to hear that you guys were enjoying the show and I'm very grateful that you're sharing the show with uh, with your audience. Well, Jonathan, I got to tell you, it's got to feel so weird for people who put so much effort into a project years ago and then saw it kind of, I don't want to say languish because that's somewhat insulting, but sit there on the audience network, finally get picked up on Netflix July 1st. We immediately, we're, I mean, we're not into every television show. I think we have a modicum of standards, but there's something about the vulnerability of Alvi Colina who screws up time and time again orders hookers like like does every bad thing that you could possibly imagine your character jay has such amazing prowess in the ring yet out of the ring seems to be content to inhale half of bolivia for christ's sake yet there's something so effing lovable that we couldn't help but preach the gospel and um Man, what a friggin' performance. Did you know that you had caught lightning in a bottle as Jay Kalina? Uh, you know, you're just trying to honor these worlds uh, as fully as you possibly can. And it, it's a thrill as an actor to get, um, it's kind of like writing a history paper on a subject that your teacher doesn't know about. You get a, a wide, um, there's wide room for, uh, for to educate and, to, and for error maybe. Because, you know, I didn't know anything about MMA, and I realized the moment I read the pilot script that we haven't had a meaningful television show about this world 
to bring these characters to light. So uh, you get a real runway, and our showrunner, uh, Byron Belasco, who created the show, who's truly one of the most talented and fearless guys I've ever had the opportunity um, with whom to work, gave us uh, the opportunity or gave us um, the responsibility, really, of these characters. And, uh, you know, Jay is one of those sort of folks that, can do anything at any time, and that's really um, that's a special thing to, to be given as an actor. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I had a great time, man. My wife did not. My wife was happy the show was done. <laughs> so, uh, I, had a, I had a great time. We are speaking with Jonathan Tucker, who is in the show that everyone should be watching, Kingdom, on Netflix right now, coming from the Audience Network. John Senning, what do you have for our favorite TV character of all time, Jay Kalina? Oh, it's a pleasure to speak with you, sir. Uh, one of the biggest themes of the show that touched me was the the family connection and the relationship between brothers and father and son. How, did you become tremendously close uh, with Nick Jonas and, and Frank Grillo when you did this show? Because that connection to me is the centerpiece of, of what allowed you to connect with these characters. Uh-oh. I think we lost him. Do we call him? I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh, 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 oh thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boy, he's good at that dramatic pause. Yeah, that was good. Did, did you hear the question that John asked? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was, I, I'm used to putting myself on mute on these conference oh, yeah. calls, so I, I screwed up. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was just talking about Nick. Is a, Nick and I became very close. He's a wildly talented uh, human being as a musician uh, and as an actor and as a writer, and uh, he's still a very close friend of mine. Um, you know, the, the, and, and, and getting to have that authentic relationship off screen, I think, helped us quite a bit um, in, uh, in the show. I, I think... I, I will submit, and I'm, I, I try to, you know, I'm not normally one to, to give myself these sort of hyperbolic um, uh, uh, praise, but I think the scene between Nick and I where Nick comes out is maybe the best coming out scene yeah. of all time because it just felt so authentic. And you can't have a scene like that unless you really are comfortable off screen. Uh, in terms of my relationship with Grillo, um, who's now, you know, who's, a, who's a, just an absolute blast to hang out with, a great guy. Uh, we we really, as as he admitted, circled each other kind of like wolves during all you know three and a half plus yeah. seasons that we we made the show because you know they're reflections of each other and in many ways they're the same character. I, I will I say though I, you know whether Frank wants to agree or not. Uh, if I'm going to advocate for my character, you know Jay at least recognizes that he's a screw up, right? Whereas Alvy Alvy is not quite cognizant of it. And I think that's where a lot of the really good drama comes from is the maturity that Jay has, but his inability to actually, um, you know, not not cede to the, <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the dark side. Yeah, and I think it speaks to the power of addiction in real life, too, in that you know what's happening. You're self-aware enough to know the demons that you're struggling with, but the way your brain is wired with addiction, uh, you can't do anything about it. You're just powerless to fight through and go, damn. And the scene you mentioned, and we've been real anti-spoiler uh, with our audience because we want them to catch up, but the, uh, no, 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 you're no. good, dude. You're good. The scene you mentioned, as, le as well as your speech near the you know what i'm saying near the yeah. end of the show yeah. the, those two moments 
validate that emotional investment that we made in Jay Kalina, and and that felt so freaking great. Uh, man, it's, it's just so fun for to to hear you guys say that, and you know, ultimately, in the first the first master we were serving. Um, were the folks that are living this life in the world of mixed martial art. Um, you know, we were, we had fortunate enough to have real fighters from the UFC, Joe Daddy Stevenson, who fought for the belt against BJ Penn here uh, in Los Angeles a few years back, was our main consultant and really kind of took us through the ropes um, of understanding the world both in the cage and out of the cage. And one of the first things he said to me in the first few weeks um, was that, because I had some you know, lingering injury or something from training. And he said, you got to understand no fighter fights at a hundred percent. Everybody's stepping into the cage with some sort of an injury. And you know, that was the, that was the first time that I recognized this show could really resonate because the sport itself is the best analogy um, and best reflection, best crucible for understanding yourself as a human being and for life. I mean, Ultimately, man, we all have these journeys to the cage, but the moment they close the cage, you're never going to be 100%. You're going to be fighting with an injury. It's going to be dependent. Your win or loss is going to be dependent on how your, you know, your mental game is and how you can fight through all, everything that got you there. And, of course, who's really, you know, there's, when you watch these guys get into, a, into the cage, the only other person who knows how hard they trained is the person they're fighting against. And the, and, and the only other, and the person who's going to raise their game is their opponent. So what a wonderful way in which to look at how to operate in the world. Uh, and I think we caught that really well. I think Byron, our showrunner, really captured that. And I, I hope it turned on a lot of people to watching uh, MMA because I thought it was cockfighter for humans before I did this show. And now I'm more passionate and more evangelical about it than anybody that I know of. We're speaking with Jonathan M. Tucker. Follow him on Twitter at Jonathan M. Tucker about the phenomenal show Kingdom that we are evangelizing about. John Sending, what do you have? Uh, Jonathan, you can keep it real with us. You know, this lived in this AT&T DirecTV universe that we weren't necessarily familiar with. And I don't know if that made it so you weren't looked at for all of the awards that you most certainly should have won. When I see this character, I think it is the most award-worthy character I've ever seen played. Do you have beef or do you kind of regret that you weren't given the awards that you deserved for that role? And the follow-up to that, is there a possibility of a fourth season on Netflix so you can cash in on all those awards you deserve? Yeah, man, look, I'll be totally honest. You just can't, you gotta, all I really want, the only like, I just want to walk into a, you know, a room of my peers and to be respected. You know, I just want to be able to have the opportunity to do good work, uh, to tell the stories that, that I want to tell, to be given characters that have the sort of room and range that a character like Jay Kalina had. Uh, you know, those awards can help you maintain that and can kind of put more of a light on you. But the moment you, you allow your ego to get attached to it is when you start having problems. There's a um, press conference that Dominic Cruz has. I think after he lost, I think TJ Dillashaw, maybe it's the, I can't remember who it is, but I'll, I'll tweet it at you. And in this press conference, he talked about the moment when he recognized that he didn't need the belt to be happy. That the belt, the championship belt was great, and it feels good. It's great to walk around the world saying, I'm the champion. You know, I'm the champion of this weight class. I'm the champion UFC fighter of the world. But when you recognize that it doesn't make you happy, that you've got to have all, you've got to have the kind of inner happiness 
you've got to find um, satisfaction in other parts of your life. Um, that, that that's the moment where like you become free and become liberated. And uh, you, I've been doing this now for this is my. I started acting as an uh, when I was eleven. I'm 38 years old now, and uh, I have a wife and two beautiful, healthy children and fabulous friends, and I get to make a living doing what I love to do, like you guys getting to go into a studio uh, or maybe at home now uh, and, and do a radio show to have that relationship with an audience. Um, you know, yes. trying to get awards, man, is, is that's the quickest way to, to lose all that. No doubt. And um, the quickest way, you know, the quickest way. So, look, I don't know about a, a season four. That's, that's really completely out of my, my, um, my purview, but... Getting to honor people, getting to honor characters, getting to honor worlds, that is the most exciting part of being an actor. And you guys get the opportunity to do that in many respects as well by getting to shed light on, on those sorts of programs or stories or tell those stories yourselves. And, and for that, I'm very, very grateful. Well, we're grateful for the time, Jonathan Tucker. You're an unbelievable mensch for getting on the phone with us. The final question I have involves two of the things that make life go around. That's music and drugs. Number one, uh, while you're filming the show, because the music tells so much of the story and they did such a phenomenal job of accentuating the drama and the, the and what's going on on screen with the music. But as an actor, are you even aware of that or is that something that is is added in the editing room or whatever while they're doing those songs? Because it's so dramatic when uh, when those songs kick in, you know? Yeah, you know, Byron and uh, our editor and one of the, the editor, the editor that we have, a guy named Patty McKinley, uh, also directed 10% of the episodes of the show. And he and Byron really, um, you know, Byron opens himself up. And this is where you start to see how, you know, really successful things come about when you, you delegate um, jobs to people and you allow them to take ownership, to take responsibility, to make things better than what you could have possibly done, right? right. And when, when and Byron and Patty really um, worked hand in glove on this on the music and they would they would be you know sending songs back and forth to each other. Uh, and when Patty directed he'd play a lot of the music that was thematic. Uh, whether it made it to the screen or not, it definitely resonated with the work that we were doing. He'd play that on set when he was directing. Um, and we had to choose our, our, our walkout songs, our fight songs. So, um, you know, I've always, if you, if you watch, if you're a fan of UFC, the walkout is just one of the great parts of it, oh, yeah. of, the, uh, of the fight. And we might not always use the song that we got to have to walk out to, but it gave us that visceral sense uh, of purpose and uh, I, I, I always thought that the music and the show um, really was a whole nother component that made uh, Kingdom such a special program. So I appreciate you uh, circling oh, it. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah, no spoilers, but will you ever be able to listen to Fire Away uh, from Chris Stapleton without uh, breaking down into the fetal position ever again, much like myself? Hey, man, you know, this. every single person on this show brought something very, very personal to the work. Um, people lost loved ones, you know, family members. Uh, people went through births and deaths and breakups and marriages, and we had the opportunity to reflect that over the four years that we shot the show, and um, we were given that chance by Byron. He would work it into the characters. We would work it and fuse it into the fibers and the... The, the elements that made this show uh, really work over 40 episodes. And 
I'm thrilled that uh, that those sort of the, the 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 fun of the scenes that Jay gets to have, you know, c- cutting lines of cocaine with his forearms, <laughs> but also but also having tremendous tremendous loss and pain, you know, to have all the highs and all the lows yeah. in the show that you got to that they resonated with you means a lot to us. Well, uh, it sure as hell did. I don't know that a show has resonated this much ever in the history of ever. And you're really really good at playing a dude high on cocaine. <laughs> I'm not making any care character judgments and i'll certainly let you give a grandiose no comment but holy crap the glowing red eyes the manic talking and your dialogue so crisp and it is the dialogue of someone lost in their own mind phenomenal work man and, it, and it's been a true pleasure when you guys come out to, when you guys come out to la my buddy mac Matt Grant, who played Matt Grant on the show. We'd love to go out for a few cocktails yeah. and tie off the uh, tie the night off. Oh, man. Well, we're not on your level, but we'll certainly yeah, I'll try get it. there. I'll get, yeah, we'll take some practice cuts at it. Hey, Jonathan, best of luck, man. We're gonna we're gonna campaign as much as we can for a season four. We need more of the Kalina family, dude. God bless you guys. Thanks for taking care of us. We really appreciate it. And we're always here to help out whenever you guys need anything on your end. Absolutely, man. Best, all the best to you, man, and your family, too. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. For sure. Oh, my God. What just happened? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my God. What just happened? That's how I feel right now. That's the most like fangirl moment I've ever experienced in, on anything. Oh my god! <laughs> Jay Kalina on the line. What just happened? That was pretty. Awesome. That was a dream. I because very.